been a bunch of negatives in my life. <laughs> I just okay. have a parade of people cosplaying in my house. At all times. Some people call it porn. I like to call it fun. It's <laughs> all good. You know, this is like a, like a side topic, but... One of my people, no, one of my people was telling me that they had a friend who was asexual and they would watch porn. And I was like, what are they getting out of this? (laughs) Just like a curiosity. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, it's the same reason, like, some of the games I play, I'm just like, these are so dumb. And just the fact that they're dumb is what I get out of it, like, mindlessness. So maybe it's just like, trying to understand it even like i don't get it maybe one of these will work one day and it just like click (laughs) possible just like finding a fetish (laughs) yeah anything is possible it just happens (laughs) i'm glad that's our cold opener (laughs) oh that's a very interesting one that's a good cold opener yeah wait wait a minute at least let me explain it do you what you got here is your most advanced stereophonic sound system in the world. In this box, you got your tweeter. And here's your woofer, see? First the tweeter. Then the woofer. Ain't that the cat's pajamas? Mm-hmm. When you put them on, you just can't stop your feet from dancing, you see? Ooh, ee, chicka chicka boo. Ooh, jack a doo Look at this stuff, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the girl, the girl who has everything? So, to start off, we already had an episode about, you know, how we got started in anime, what drove us into it, what turned us away at times. (laughs) So, seems like a good place to start. Vivi, what got you started in anime? Well, so my first anime was like Sailor Moon when I was seven. And then I stopped watching until about like four years ago because my fiance, she showed me anime <laughs> again. Brought you into the world, you know, piece yeah. by piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when I came to America, I guess I just didn't have the ability to find the anime. <laughs> The access or the know-how. <laughs> yeah. When she was like, I used to watch Toonami. I was like, what the hell is Toonami? Like, what the hell? <laughs> that used to be, I'd wake up and Toonami Beyond, but it was always like, I always woke up to Space Ghost from Coast to Coast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I just got the, I didn't understand it because I was too young. And so I would just quote it, not having any idea, like, what I'm talking about. And my brother, yeah. my older brother finally was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Like what? He's like, yeah. you watching Space Ghost? It's way too old for you. I'm like, what is it? I didn't even know what they called it because like it would just be on. And yeah, that was my experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a lot from like Adult Swim in that era that mm. I watched, and I would always watch just like one episode of it, and it would be very confusing. So like one that I would watch very frequently was Bo 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 Bo. Whatever the hell, how many Bobobos there are. And I still, t- like, I don't even know if that was a fever dream, if it was real. <laughs> it probably was. It's like a George Lopez at three in the morning trampoline. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, we all have that weird memory. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> but So, yeah, so you ended up, uh, what are, like, some of the first ones that 
an experienced anime watcher was like these and made you watch? Probably. So she went over the big three and then we chose Naruto to watch. And then my hero was my technically my first one. And then probably Attack on Titan. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> as it should be. What, what are the big three? It would, I guess it depends on who you ask, but it's typically One Piece, Dragon Ball, and Naruto. I think it very much just depends on, like, the time of which you start anime, like, yeah. based on your age. So, like, if I had, an, like, if I had a 25-plus-year-old and I was like, hey, let's start anime, probably wouldn't start with Naruto. <laughs> I'd be like, that's hard. Um, and I gotta get you into this. <laughs> so I'm not... But I started, Krista started me on Inuyasha and Naruto. So, like, we watched Naruto in middle school where you had the exact same mindset as those kids, <laughs> and it worked out fine. Yeah, and I mean, it, it is kind of weird for me, and actually, I was going to ask this, Vivi. Did you read mangas when you were growing up? I did not, but I do now. <laughs> Because that was a lot of how I got started was just because I would be at the library all the time and every once in a while I would pick up a manga. So that would make sense. I mean, technically mine started because I was too poor to have like Disney movies and I ended up with the weird Japanese copies of movies. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, that's, I guess, technically where it all started. So like Kimba (laughs) instead of Lion King and like uh, Ursa Minor and the Majors was another one that, oh, like, really? I have this cardboard VHS. It's, like, super <laughs> technicolored. Unico, as Krista oh my, is well aware. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still, like, I think about at the end of Unico where that guy gets impaled, right? And you were yeah. talking about how you saw, like, a YouTube video or something of it. It was just all these children, like, being like, oh, my gosh, that was where I got that from. I yeah. Dream. Yeah, I mean, that's basically yeah. my childhood, right? Like, it was that. I'm trying to remember. I mean, I watched Ferngully and other movies like that, but I, I know there's one more that was just like this weird anime VHS that, I had, that my mom had to burn because yeah. she's like, you ruined this and it ruined you back, and I'm just going to get rid of it. I'm like, okay. You shake yeah. your mother. <laughs> if you have never watched Unico with Julie, it is an experience, and you should. I can't wait. You should take it because it I is so I had bizarre. To, I had to get a torrented copy because they literally don't sell it anymore because it's like not okay. And yeah, I was like, a guy I was dating was like, I got this for you and got me like the show and both movies on these Oh my discs. god, I love it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I've seen all of this. <laughs> like, it's all coming back to me. Yeah, it's the best. Utica is really great. So, Vivi, as a anime lover, more, probably more so than Julie and I, why do you love it? I love anime because I feel like it explores a lot of topics that you don't see in, like, normal TV. And I feel like the characters are very relatable and make you feel for them. I just have a hard time sometimes connecting to characters. But, like, I watched Naruto. It was, like, probably, like, my third or fourth anime. Probably not. (laughs) Probably shouldn't have started with that. (laughs) But I watched it during a really hard time in my life. And I related to a a lot of the characters. 
Um, but it was something I like looked forward to watch all day, and it helped me through the really hard time as well. So I think it like really helped me get into like anime. Who do you think are your your favorite characters just from any of the shows? I mean, it doesn't have to be Naruto. But we might know those ones. <laughs> yeah. If you go into My Hero, we're going to be like, that's great, dear. <laughs> like, parents, like, that's, I'm, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> okay, so I really love Toga from My Hero. <laughs> that's, probably... that's so great, honey. I'm so proud of you for liking that. <laughs> That tells me a lot of feelings to know right yeah. now. <laughs> so Toga, Ed from Full Metal. I don't know why. Even though I know you love Full Metal, I literally went Ed, Ed, and Eddie like in my head. <laughs> I was like, I'm dumb. Like, it's okay. We're turning to Cartoon Network again. <laughs> We're turning to the American anime. Like, <laughs> the real heroes here. <laughs> It's funny, I just realized that I kept Toga as my Discord icon. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. I did it. Yay. So you're talking about uh, My Hero Academia, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Making sure. I have not watched that one. I do know that that one's really popular. That one and um, Demon Hunter. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Oh my gosh. That's our other favorite. (laughs) That's my other favorite. (laughs) Shinobu is my favorite from my, from Demon Slayer. That's great, dear. I I love the crazy ones. (laughs) I do know that one, actually. I started that anime. Now, I tend to like, I don't know. I, I do agree. There are a lot of characters in animes that just are very different from modern TVs. You get a lot of, like, of very crazy characters, for sure. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. Oh, Toga's insane. <laughs> yeah, definitely, like, the insanity. I think I think one of the ones that really struck me when I was first watching anime mm. is Seven Deadly Sins. And the reason being, because, like, one of the things I've heard about anime is, like, you can have these fight scenes and all these things happen that are really hard to have happen in normal media. And I remember watching one of the first fight scenes from Seven Deadly Sins and just being like, wow. <laughs> God damn. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. like, that's what you want. That's a right. good fight I, scene. <laughs> the fight scenes are incredible. Right. Until you get to the last season and you're like, what the fuck, Escador? Like, <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for. I'm fine. I'm not mad. Anyway. No. You're not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter. Um, no, I love the layers that Seven Deadly Sins has, even though, like, I, I don't like where it went. And there are some characters I just fucking hate. But, like, all the layers, like, how the characters have interact, like, when they throw in, like, the memory stuff. Like, I love, I've come to find, I love time travel and loss of memory. Because it just adds that whole, like, huge layer that you're like, oh my god, everything's different now. And they do that really well in Seven Deadly Sins. I do also really love whatever category Kaiba is. Even, I don't know if you can count it as anime. I don't know. Every time Kaiba smiles, a puppy dies. That's always what I think of with Kaiba. See, the biggest thing that gets me with Kaiba, though, is it's not so much that he's just evil. It's that he's 
so mean to everybody and it's like so mean in this particular way where it's like how do you get away with this like you're just an ass <laughs> you're just a dick yeah, yeah. like come on i think i really liked kakashi when i was younger because it was like an adult who's just kakashi. like i don't give a shit until they were in danger and he's like fuck like i have to like go deal with this and he's just like reading pervy books like in the middle of class and stuff <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't I mean, see a lot of tattoos of him. I see a lot of Itachi tattoos. And I'm like, Itachi doesn't deserve more love. <laughs> this is bullshit. He deserves all the love. He deserves. Kakashi <laughs> deserves your love. <laughs> there are a lot of Kakashi fans. I, I just don't like... see tattoos. I don't see the fans that get tattoos. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I see Itachi tattoos left and right. That is true. All the time. Itachi's I... a fave. I think there are also some pieces of media that it's really hard to get tattoos of. And, like, it not just be, like, yeah, you have a Kakashi tattoo. (laughs) You're a pervert. That That is on your skin, and everybody will know. (laughs) Which, I think I told you, Krista, but I want to include in the podcast now because it just made me laugh so much. So I work at a really swanky office, like, full Mm -hmm. formal clothes. And I was walking on my break, so it's, like, middle of the day, and I'm walking to my car. And I just hear this, like, really weird house techno coming from this, like, beat-up white car. <laughs> and I look over, and it's covered in Hinata and, like, stickers of, like, nudie anime girls. Great. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I looked in, and that guy had a uniform. So I'm like, you fucking work here? Like, and he was in, like, this private parking spot and everything. I'm like, dude, you're literally in a spot that you're supposed to have, like, you're supposed to be a CEO higher up. So he's sitting in this spot. He's like smoking in his car, listening to loud house music with <laughs> pornographic anime all on his car. And like one of the stickers said something like uh, feeling safe between your thighs or something and literally had like <laughs> the anime girl. <laughs> I was just like, I kind of respect you though. Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me you took a picture. I did. I was just like staring in awe. I had my phone on my desk. I was like, <laughs> oh, what is dude. happening right now? <laughs> You should have knocked on this guy's window. Like, and excuse like, me. I kind of don't want to. I don't want to meet that. Per- I don't want to meet my hero. Like, I just it's going to disappoint me. <laughs> yep. They do say never meet your heroes. Yeah, I feel like the co- the conversation should go one of two ways. Either one, I'd feel violated, or two, I'd I'd just change my whole way of living. So it's like I don't yeah. want to do either of these things. <laughs> just walk away. So, so some people have no shame. Is summation of that <laughs> yes no shame no shame some people do have no shame i mean you know that is another topic that we could get into is talking about cons about shame oh, okay okay <laughs> because some people, some people do have no shame and i have seen it at cons before <laughs> yeah we've been talking a lot about anime shame. but we did want to change this episode a bit we wanted to kind of go into cons because we all recently were at a con and Krista, how many cons have you been to? I know that wasn't your first. I don't, I want to say maybe like five, but I've been mostly been to Corn Con. But I mean, it's like, it's a, our state's fairly big anime convention. I have like a couple people who are in the family more interested in it. I will say like, for me, from a nerdy perspective, I tend to be more video game oriented so so it's not always my cup of tea uh it kind of just depends really because I've definitely gone to stuff where I'm like oh yeah this is cool but I'm just I'm not quite um I guess into it in that certain way that they have it 
at Corn Con. <laughs> Corn Con. That just sounds wrong. Anyway. That sounds great. <laughs> With mine, it's like, one, it's a social gathering more than anything. And I'm not really one of those people. So that hindered me for a while. That on top of which is like, I usually, I don't have a lot of animes I watch. I just watch like this narrow kind of idea. So then I bump into a ton of people that are like talking to me for a mile a minute. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I feel like a parent. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, there ain't nothing here. I remember as soon as you say that, there are some people like, oh, let me explain this entire show to you. And you're like, I'm really glad you're happy about this, but I would have watched the show if I cared. <laughs> like, I'm going to go. Don't tell me the spoiler. Like, well, you saw I got trapped one time by somebody. So it's like, that was yeah. a pretty. It was bad. Rough time. But We're I mean, all just looking at each other like, should we save? You should have saved me, but they abandoned me. And ever since then, they've been, like, hyper-vigilant, which is just even funnier. I'm like, no, I'm fine. (laughs) I I will let you know the next time I'm captured by someone who just needs to talk to me for an hour. We refuse to let it happen again. Yeah, vigilant, as ever. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think cons are something people should try once. Like, Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. I could see someone having a bad first experience, Mm -hmm. so it's it's a hard thing to kind of, like everyone would love it it's like no you might get a shit one and have like a bad day i'm not gonna tell you that every single time is a good time but it's definitely if you're curious or if you're like wanting to watch an anime i definitely think you should go to one because they've got like they have really great people there just like the regular populace is a bit of a mix but you're more likely to find people with similar interests obviously and it's not just anime stuff you find all kinds of nerdy ridiculousness so then you just kind of find other people you're like you know this vague, weird show? Yes! Oh my god, it shaped my life! And then you just, like, make a best friend in the middle of nothing. But, what are your thoughts on cons? I love going to cons. I think I've been to seven or eight now. So, a decent amount. At first, I didn't think I would like it at all. Because I I get overwhelmed when there's a lot of people around me. Especially because it's kind of crammed, and there's a lot of people. But... After I got that initial first one, which was the corn con. (laughs) Corn con for all. (laughs) After that first one, I was like, oh, this is great. I want to do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I go to the Renaissance Festival every Mm -hmm. year. And that was just my family's thing. But it's, and they're the same thing, only this one's outside. But it's like literally (laughs) the subject matter and the location are the only thing different. And so once I kind of got over that, because to be honest, Chris and I were talking about, um, San Diego con and she's like hey is that something you want to do I'm like never in your life and she's like that's kind of surprising (laughs) I remember talking about it I was like can you imagine the smells there I would literally die I was like I have no interest in being in one of those buildings (laughs) but now that I've gone to a few and you just avoid those people (laughs) I thought it'd be like an overhanging nerd stench and I was just like I'm not interested in that at all but now I think I'd be down for San Diego yeah Especially because we're short, so we can get away with, like, just whistling our way through the crowds. I got wide shoulders. I'll knock people out. (laughs) Well, what do you think, Vivi, about surviving cons? Like, because I think that is an interesting topic. They are, they can be kind of hard. Especially for somebody who's socially anxious. Um, As someone who's also anxious, I think going with at least one person helps. Because Katrina will often shield me. From, like, people or, like, guide me through the crowd so that I can get to, like, either the booths or, like, get to a little space where I can take a breather. Uh, But I think 
a good tip would be to go at your own pace and bring someone with you. So, like, if you need to step out into, like, the little hallway, because they oftentimes have, like, little rooms. Maybe not at that past one we were at, because it was kind of small. There were two conventions going on. It was the funniest thing. There yeah. was a cross-stitching <laughs> convention. It was just, like, oh. they were so confused. <laughs> that is one of my favorite parts, actually. It's, <laughs> like, all the old ladies being like, uh. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> even um, at CornCon, like, where it was, there would be normal people there. So, like, just seeing the faces of normal people being like, what is happening? Who what did are I get myself into? Right. I was just looking for a normal day, and I am not <laughs> what getting the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say I would probably never go to a con alone. Like, that's just... Yeah. One, it's just more fun with people, because, like, mm-hmm. if you are getting anxious or... If you hit a point where you're just not enjoying yourself, you have someone to kind of like lift you up or to guide you around or help you. And you work as a team like towards what you want to do. If you're just by yourself, you're just going to kind of stare into the void and be like, and then drag people like me down by talking to me for like an hour. (laughs) So, yeah, I would definitely say like it's a group activity. I think it can be overwhelming, too, because there's a lot of things to look at. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of boots. There's people cosplaying. Um, so I think that having that person with you to like helps you not feel as anxious. Well, and then the other thing too, is if you are going to go alone, I think it's helpful to really make sure that you want to be there. So like the last one that we went to, there were a lot of voice actors and things. So like, if you really just want to meet somebody and like, that's your jam and that's your thing and they're there then yeah, I mean, feel free to go alone. It's just, you know, make sure you do your research because it, it definitely can be very overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, be prepared to stand in line. And also, I don't recommend going there hungry because, like, the food will not be good. <laughs> also, the lines are insane. Yeah, and so it's... don't anticipate. It's not like Ren Faire in that way where, like, you need to eat before yeah. you get there or bring food with you. Eat beforehand so. if the venue lets you bring water because mm-hmm. you're going to be dehydrated because it's kind of hot. So you actually had a stand at this one. Is there yeah. any experiences that are stories you want to share about that or any like pointers of someone's like, I'm an artist. I want to have a booth. What do I do? Yeah. I'm actually very interested in this. Like how, how did this happen for you? Like how did you end up having this booth? We actually, so let me backtrack a little bit. My fiance does art. I was just the bystander. <laughs> you're the you're the sales lady. You're the pretty face. Of, like, yeah, all this stuff. I attract the <laughs> customers. Hey, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris and I had to sit at their stand for a minute, and it's very funny uh, because Chris and I are clearly very white, and the art style was clearly not very white, and so it was just this, like we were both sitting there like. Yep, we, we're here, and like people would come up, and we're, we I explain everything, and they're like, "Oh, your art's so good." I'm like, "No, I'm clearly not the person who did this." Like, <laughs> like, it's just, I'm like, I'm happy to sell it to you, but I'm like, oh well, that and uh, your fiance is just very clearly a salesperson, which I have no ounce of at all. Yeah, yeah, my, we kind of sat there in silence, and anytime people popped up, I'd be like, "Hi, hi, hi, okay, <laughs> bye, bye." <laughs> You know what's funny? She's very introverted, so it can be hard for her to be outgoing. But at cons, I feel like she really thrives. 
because it's a lot of people that have similar interests. Mm-hmm. So they oftentimes will stop by because they see something that they like. Like, for example, she has a Kakashi. Yeah. So people are like, oh, I love Kakashi. Or I love Naruto. I should be like, oh, that's my in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Naruto. So we bought the tickets actually in 2019, technically. So it would have been for 2020. It got canceled. And it was a lot smaller than it is now. Like, it all of a sudden blew up. Mm-hmm. I think it's because of the voice actors that they had. Yeah. I think that was a big factor. They were all, like, 20 people. <laughs> yeah. They were all... They were each very popular, especially the dude... I think his name is Joshua something. He was, like, 20 really big things. Yeah. <laughs> Not just, like, smaller roles. Yeah, so we got it for technically 2020. And then because it got canceled, we got grandfathered in. So we weren't expecting such a big turnout, if I'm being (laughs) honest. It was supposed to be the one day, Mm -hmm. um, I think. It might have been two days. But it was originally one day only, and then they switched it to the two days. And I think now they're doing three days, like, moving forward. Yeah, it was, like, Friday, Saturday, and then I think the next one's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's crazy. They sent Katrina the link to, like, you were already a vendor, so if you want to do it next year, you can't. Like you're gonna, you got heads up, but it was already full within Damn. like ten minutes. She wow. was at work. She like checked it on her break, and it was like already full. Like, <laughs> wow. So do you? Because you're kind of talking about it a little bit. You have to like go on a site and re- uh, mm-hmm. reserve a booth, and then I guess pay for it. Yeah. So you go to the website. Typically, it's their own website like the cons, uh, you can sign up to be a vendor. And there's different, typically there's different options. So there's like the art section, like the vendors. Sometimes they have like, if you have an exhibitor booth. So it's like the really big ones. But you do pay, it depends on the con. And then you have to choose, I guess, technically what kind of booth you want. Uh, But I would say it's worth it. It's kind of expensive depending on what con you're in, but I would say because of the traffic and like the amount of people that go, I w- if you're an artist, like I think it's, I think it's worth it. Yeah, it it was actually a lot of fun to see like all of the different people passing by and cosplaying, and they would oftentimes stop by and talk. So it was a nice way. It was a different perspective. It was really fun. Yeah. No, I think it's really cool. I think you're probably the only person I've ever known who's had a booth ever. Not even at just, like, an anime thing. Like, I've never known anybody to sell art. (laughs) (laughs) It can be hard. I used to go to a lot of shows with Katrina because she would either life paint or she had a couple solo exhibitions. But I think I learned a lot from her. (laughs) What she's in... And she's like revved up. She's good to go. <laughs> but I get started. Yeah, <laughs> introverts. That's how you deal with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and like you know, give me a couple days. Yeah, I need prep. I'm Batman. Like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Mentally be ready to like go. Yeah, let's go. Stretch. <laughs> now this is like a weird problem that I have is. Pretty much once people do get to know me, it's very hard to get me to shut up. <laughs> but uh, at the beginning, I'm so quiet. It it 
I'm like two different people. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I have to fake it till I make it. So people will be like, oh my god, you're so friendly, you're outgoing. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I would rather not. <laughs> I think I come and go in waves. I go yeah. whatever the opposite of what everyone else is doing. <laughs> so if everyone's loud, I'm like super quiet. Broody, and just like quiet. I'm like, let's go. Like, why are you like this? So I just come and go in waves. <laughs> I feel that. But I'm an introvert on a technicality. So despite Same. other people saying I'm not. I'm just like, you don't know me then. So go to hell. Because <laughs> I'm a goddamn introvert. <laughs> By definition. I, I think you're introverted. My mom is, my mom says I'm introverted, but then, like, my boyfriend says I'm extroverted. I'm like, just because you can't talk doesn't mean that I, because I do, am an extrovert. He's like, no, I've seen you with people. I'm like, again, just because you're bad at it, and I'm not, doesn't mean that's my automatic standard mode. (laughs) Come on. So, we talked about anime, we talked about con. The real last section of what we wanted to talk about today with Vivi, one of her passions and one that we share. Is collectibles. Ooh, collectible. <laughs> yeah, it's shinies, like cool things. So where did that start for you? Like how did collecting things was that like a young prestigious <laughs> toy hobby? Or is it like as you started getting into these interests, you're just like, and then there's stuff with it. A little bit of both. So I started with I guess technically Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> I'm a big old nerd. Pokemon. <laughs> So I had, like, my collection of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And then when I started working at GameStop, I was like, look at all this cool shit that look I can buy. Stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, for video games. And then, like, even, like, non-video game stuff. Mm-hmm. I would see it and I'll be like, I need it. Please. Give that to me. <laughs> and then I started very small with Pops. And now I have... Which, to clarify, those are Funko Pops, which are those plastic little cartoony-looking things. Big heads. Big heads, square box. Uh, I have, like, 350 now. I went from having, like, 20 to 350. I sell mine in waves, so, like, I don't hit a certain limit. (laughs) I'm like, not too many. I don't even see half of these. Sell them. (laughs) I don't want them anymore. Don't want them anymore. I was just going to say, it's kind of weird with me. I don't... I don't really have anything that I specifically collect, but I do really gravitate towards things that I like for whatever reason. So, like, for example, I will buy Pokemon cards. I do it pretty frequently. I buy a bunch of pens is another thing. Like, I love to have pens that are representative of things that are, like, shows that I like. And I just, I do this stuff very frequently. I just wouldn't say that I have a collection of anything, per se. It's just random. I'm I'm like a raven. <laughs> Shiny. Shiny things. <laughs> yeah. You walk into my foyer and you already know what kind of house you're in. So I can't really say the same. A Batman uh, house. A Batman room. So mm-hmm. I think mine started basically the same way. When I was a kid, nothing was precious in my life. And if it was, I think it'd be destroyed. It would get destroyed. And like anything that I did find precious would get lost when we moved. Like every time I, I would like put it in a music box because I love music boxes and I would hold it while I slept in the car and it would still not be at the new house. And it'd just be like, what in the, so I just stopped valuing things because it was like, it'll just leave me anyway (laughs) or break. Like there's no point. And then I've told this story on the podcast, but 
uh, I wanted a Nintendo 64, and my aunt mm-hmm. was going to get it for me until she called my parents. My parents were like, video games make kids gay, so no. <laughs> no. Actually, they make girls gay, so like, we don't want her to be gay, oh. so you that can't makes get a her. lot of sense <laughs> for me anyway. her video game system. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, well, I feel bad because I was going to spend that money, and she bought me a collectible Barbie doll that haunted me, and I wasn't allowed to touch <laughs> or open or do anything, and so like, my first collectible was the bane of my existence. <laughs> and like the day I turned 18 I ripped that fucking doll apart and I was like I don't care if it has value it's dead to me and just like ripped the stupid doll apart she had real diamond earrings the whole shebang oh my god are you she serious she was bullshit <laughs> and so what? that thing where you're like holding the music box and like trying to get the stuff to your house it reminds me of Parks and Rec where like somebody gives something to Andy and like right in front of them they're like oh you have to hold this this is very important and then they like turn the camera away and turn back and he's already lost it somehow um, it would happen every time I like used to collect fossils and stuff because we like lived in Georgia for a while and I would go to the ocean I'd like dig and find all this stuff and I found so many shark teeth and everything all of it's fucking gone like it's just Everything I treasured and found was just lost. So, yeah, the first collectible I had, bane of my existence. But then I started <laughs> working at GameStop, and yeah, you'd buy a collectible or a collector's mm-hmm. edition of a video game and yes. have a statue. And that's just like how it started. Mm-hmm. And then one day they started getting DC Comics stuff, and I was like, that's cool. I want that. And when I got that, someone told me about Hot Toys, and I was just like, cool, here's all my money. And just like, <laughs> And then I also got into Funko Pops, and it just... Mm. Yeah, now I just like to look around my house like, look at the nerdum. I'm so Look at my treasures. Look at my treasures. Like, now that I am an adult and can keep track of stuff, apparently. <laughs> I swear, my parents, like, probably took it while I'm sleeping. And just like, she doesn't need to have anything nice. She doesn't need it anymore. Like, threw it out. <laughs> no nice things for you. I guess it probably doesn't help that you have a house. Yeah, I have a house. I have a house. Yeah. Yeah. I have a house now that it's all to myself. I can just fill with bullshit. For both of you, what is your favorite treasure? I have a dope Tsunade statue. And I'm not going to lie, I spent like 100 bucks on it, but it was worth it. This is kind of like a three-way tie. (laughs) (laughs) So I also collect books. And I do have favorite books that are collections, so I don't know... I guess that doesn't count, but that's definitely one of them. I have the full collector Historia of Lord of the Rings, which it's like a limited edition release that I haven't opened. Oh. Uh, so I have that. And I also have a few other... It's all Tolkien stuff. Why do I even pretend like it's not all my Tolkien collectibles? <laughs> <laughs> um, or my favorite books. I have to say Captain America, my Captain America statue has to be my favorite because yeah. I spent $1,200 on it. So it's like... It's lit. It's huge. It's a yeah. big boy. If that's not my favorite, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> um, but I think just, like, from my personal perspective of just, like, which one I'm the most attached to, uh, I have a Funko Pop of Dr. Ian Malcolm from Jurassic Park where he's, like, half shirtless and leaning. <laughs> I, I've worked so hard to get that. And I was so excited about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I keep getting sad because his value hasn't increased. I'm like, why doesn't anyone love you like I do? Like, I won't sell you, but like, I just want to know that you're valued and treasured by other people. <laughs> I will say, I have one pretty rare Pokemon card. Ooh, it's like, which one? It's a. I'd have to look up specifically what it is, but it's like a special Charizard where it's like a full art. 
and uh, it's like all blue and and cool. It's uh, I don't have it like right beside me, so I can't. You don't show have it, it on you. Like, Should always no. you don't have it strapped at all times. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't. It's like uh, way somewhere, but I do have that. It's like two hundred dollars, so that was a pretty cool pull. Oh, I also have a Makoto from Persona Five. I have a big old statue where she's on her motorcycle. That's my second favorite. <laughs> I did start playing Persona 4, so I'm working my way through it. It's happening. We're going to get it absolutely on Switch <laughs> and on the PlayStation. <laughs> I know. I oh, my gosh. You want to hear... Okay, here's another really stupid story. I'm kind of mad about it. <laughs> so so I, I recently replayed Persona 5 because I have this thing where I'll play games that are very, very long because I hate myself, and that's the only thing that I'll play are games that are, like, 100 hours or longer. You and me both, sis. I'm also (laughs) replaying Persona 5. Yeah, it's a terrible problem, but that's, like, the only games I'll play. Anyway, after I was done, I was like, okay, I kind of want to play Persona 4, but I'm terrified they're going to re-release it. Like, and it's going to happen basically the moment I decide to play it. So I I held off, and then I finally decided, like, I got it on Steam and and played it. The next day was when they made that announcement. (laughs) We were just waiting for you. Yeah, they were just... Oh, she she bought it. She finally did it. Okay, let's go. Roll it. it. (laughs) That's what happened. I'm so pissed about it. (laughs) Why? You knew it would happen. The universe hates me. You could just have multiple versions of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's probably what'll happen, especially if I like it. Uh, but it still frustrates me. <laughs> God forbid they put a collector's edition of it because we will buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, see, but here's the part that I'm, I don't want them to do is like remake it, like do a remaster, because then I'll be very pissed. <laughs> <laughs> You sons but, of bitches. You, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. Now I'm going to have to play that one. Yep. Absolutely. Just for the small changes. Just for the clean cuts. Mm-hmm. And... I think that's no. actually what they're doing. I think they're like freshening it up a little bit. Yeah. And nobody tells you that this is the problem about being a nerd. <laughs> the money. Here. Money. <laughs> I won't financially recover. No. I mean, I do, because I'm not attached to things, so I just sell them. <laughs> That's fair. So I make bank. It's fine. You could be like me and have and realize that everything's gonna leave you and have no true love for it. And so then yeah, when it just fair. becomes a value, you get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Before that it leaves fair. you. Yeah. You're investing. Yes. And that's actually it. Sounds like these are kind of more like investments, so yep. don't judge me. And they're like, well, how much about Cap? I'm like, I wouldn't sell Cap. Like, no. He's never going to be Uh-oh. more value than what Don't I look at him. paid for. <laughs> I remember the day I got out of uh, Endgame, and I literally was like, I'm going to buy a statue of that moment where he has a ball near us. Like, I will find it, and I will buy it. <laughs> and two weeks later, they released, like, the pre-orders. I was like, mine? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> never mind. It's happening. Lay away. <laughs> payment plan. Can I pay on it? Yeah, you can do a payment plan. <laughs> I had two years. <laughs> it's fine. As it should be. It's fine. This Alice is like 600 bucks. Damn. She worth it. 
And there's another paper yeah, plan, she... so it doesn't feel the same. It's just like a bill <laughs> for yeah. a while. That's what we're going to do with the first four figures as a Alphon, and it's all resin. He's like this big. Bam. <laughs> but we're going to do payment plans. That's how you do it. It's like a bill. Yeah. yeah. Why save when you could do a payment plan? <laughs> Millennials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to have it now. I can't wait I can't till I save that. <laughs> Well, why don't you say for it? How about you just take from me until I'm there? Because <laughs> I won't. <laughs> a, you take an agreed upon money yeah. payment. And then I'll get it. And then, yeah. Why don't you just save that money? No. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'll just spend it on something else. I'll just suffer. I'll just take it. <laughs> yeah. I do find it very funny, though, to be having two years to pay for that Captain America statue. <laughs> 1200 bucks. I mean, <laughs> and it's not like they gave me two years. I pre ordered it and then it was going to release in two years. Oh. So it's not how you think of it. Yeah. Just that's why when just, they like announce statues, I immediately look because I'm like, the sooner I pre order it, the smaller that payment is. <laughs> that's true. I guess if it's over the course of two years, then I guess it would have been like 50 bucks. Yeah. It went easy. Easy. That's nothing. And you could skip the payments so that I could do a $100 payment at the end or whatever if you oh, wanted. That's smart. Yeah. Everybody go buy statues with your like, $20 <laughs> extra you have a month. Put it on statues. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny to me, like, seeing how Funko Pop prices skyrocket. We have a Karama from Naruto. And he was, I think we bought him for like 40 bucks. Now he's like 400 Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I have that. I watch it on a site and I sell my top five all the time. Yeah, we use the Funko app. Oh, okay. Because it's so easy. I have the pop price guide. That's what I use. That too. Well, I was going to show this too. This is the easiest way I can show it. This is the card I have. Oh. Oh, that's the EX. I gotcha. Yeah. He's so it, blue. It I is love really him. cool. It is a really cool card. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. <laughs> we I think the yeah. coolest card that I've pulled was like a shiny Umbreon. I got a shiny Zapdos in second grade right before my mom found my report card that said I got a lot of demerits and she burned all my cards. Oh my <laughs> God. Why? Why well, does okay. this keep happening to you and Luke? Man. What's your hold on. Hold on. This is a pretty good story. As a child, I don't know why this kept happening, but essentially I would be like, I was a good kid until like another element came into play and I didn't know how I was supposed to act and so I didn't do the right thing, I guess. But this is how it always happened. I'd be good, let's, okay, so I'd be good for a week and my mom would reward me. And immediately, something, like, would have happened that Friday that she hears about Monday. (laughs) And then so I'd get punished by getting the good thing taken away because she's like, you didn't technically earn this. And then she would extend how long I had to be good. So then, like, the next time, it'd be two weeks. And she'd be like, okay, great, you did so good. But I always, on that Friday, apparently did something that just fucked over my good times. And so this was the point where it was literally the longest. Like, I literally went this whole quarter of school, like, gold stars, top of my class, all this stuff. But we got a new, like, foreign exchange student in class, and he and I were very disruptive, and we got demerits. And then the teacher separated us, but we found each other again because we used to switch classes because I went to a private school. And then we got sent to the office and we got paddled that day. Like, we just were, I don't know what it was. It was just like the energy. And we both like 
did not understand customs because I'm autistic and he was foreign. So, like, we just kept doing shit that didn't seem wrong, but was. <laughs> and then so I go home and mom's like, you've been good for this whole quarter. And she bought me, like, ten packs of Pokemon cards. And, like, my brothers and I were opening them up. And, yeah, I had, like, a shiny Zapdos. I remember that specifically. And then, like, immediately after she got that call, I was like, hey, so your daughter's a piece of shit and here's all these demerits and you're going to have to come in and, like, do all this stuff. And she was just, like, so fucking pissed. <laughs> she burned all my cards and basically, like, told me I would never play that game again. And, like... No! This way you have no attachments to things. <laughs> things I love leave me somehow. Or take away from me. But I don't know why. It always happened that way, where I'd be, like, good for her time period until, like, the last day. And like I said, I never intentionally did bad things. It would just be stuff that happened to be bad unbeknownst to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just making a friend. I was just enjoying the foreign kid that everybody rejected. And then we were, like, oh. we started throwing stuff at people. We were making these wasps and throwing them at people. <laughs> and, like, we were just fucking about. <laughs> the bad kids did it, too. Like, they would do it, and it was fine, but if I did it, the weird girl, like, it would get me in trouble. <laughs> well, you also have this thing where teachers just really kind of don't like you. What'd you do to them? Smarter than them? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, always. Like me. Always. They just, it's weird, because, like, parents normally like you, but teachers hate you. Damn. I disrupt <laughs> society. I don't know. But it's just... You're too much of a wild child. Well, what's funny is I think about it, and, like, most of the time in class, I would be tutoring a kid or hel- or befriending the weird one. Like, I guess, like, that's usually <laughs> what I did. But I guess I never focused because I didn't need the teacher. So maybe they resented me for that. Probably. I don't know. I know that a lot of teachers didn't, like, when I was in classes with you, Krista, because they thought you were the best student ever and that I was ruining you. I know that. <laughs> you know that. I know that for a fact because like you were top you were top of the class and you yeah. studied all the time you were like a really hard-working student and I was a don't give a shit still a b student and I'd be with you just dragging you to my level calming you down <laughs> and they're just like we need to take Crystal away from her <laughs> I just like I just imagine all of these teachers coming up to you and whispering in your ear you're ruining Krista. <laughs> every single English teacher literally did, though. Like, no. Every English teacher we had loved Krista and, like, would actively talk to me about her and just be like, I think Krista has a really good shot at, like, being an engineer or being a writer. And then they just be like, you, on the other hand. And I'm like, <laughs> like you got something to say? I would just look at him like, and like, where are we going? And they would just kind of walk away because I'm like, you got to tell me to my face you hate me. Like, let's go. Well, since we're starting to run out of time here, I think that a good place to end this would be, Vivi, what are your recommendations for just anime, I guess, in general? Like, if If you could start over again, how would you do it? I think my hero is a good one. My Hero Academia, because it, it's kind of, I guess the closest thing in anime that would be Western, because it's like superheroes. Mm. So I feel like everyone is kind of familiar with that in a way. Um, probably, honestly, I would say Naruto's a good one. 
A lot of people start there. Yeah, yeah. just skip the fillers. <laughs> You'll say you don't know what that is at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you you start to learn because in in Yuyasha, it was always the Shippo episodes. If it was a Shippo episode, <laughs> it's like nope. Yeah. That makes sense. I would ship those relevant. Skip it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wasted a week. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Get- <laughs> yeah, I would say my hero, Naruto. And then maybe like I don't know, it's weird. I think Full Metal's a good one to start off with. I'd agree. If with you're that. like in- I think when we did the episode, we were like, start with Avatar Last Airbender, because it's like the bridge between the two. Or a lot of times I'll recommend to people One Punch because I feel like One One Punch is one where I feel like most people could like it. One so Punch is the Neil Peart of anime. If you don't like One Punch, I can't really recommend any other anime to you. <laughs> I haven't seen One Punch, but I have watched Mob Psycho. Okay. It's by the same dude, and I love it. You gotta watch One Punch. One Punch! I, you have to watch Mob Psycho it. then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have Mob Psycho, so I mean, this is an easy thing. I like it. So I love Mob Psycho. I'm so excited yeah. for season three. I haven't watched season two yet, but I have watched season one, and I do like it a lot. And everybody should watch Doro Hidoro because I really want them to make a season two, and if they don't, I'll be sad. All right, well, I think that's a wrap. This was Passion for Your Passions. I'm Krista. And I'm Julie. And you just had a special guest episode with my friend Vivi, where we talked about anime, anime cons, and collectibles. On the next episode, we're going to talk about Taika Waititi. I'll record and not hiccup immediately. You don't know my life. It's like a bird. It's a perfect picture. It's a bird and a toad. And he just goes, Tweet a wampa, see? And he <laughs> does a stupid dance. <laughs> Dang. And we haven't posted that episode yet. So why are you expecting oh. an answer? Shit. <laughs> oh, delete this. You fucked up. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. We already fucked up, Krista. <laughs> just delete it. It's fine. Yeah. I, I hope it's fun. <laughs> I thought you were going to cut like, yeah! And then it just, like, cuts. <laughs> yeah. It just sounded like that. I, I would have taken it.